Sometimes when I get up here, I think I'm, I'm talking to spiritual giants and I'm just learning for the first time or something like that. You know, you, you catch something from the Lord and, and you think, gee, that's wonderful. But I think everybody else has been there and seen that and done that. And, you know, so what am I doing up here? <laughs> but, uh, there are things that we can repeat. We can remind each other. So, some of the things that I, I came across, I, I think I could attribute some of the thoughts to uh, a pastor in Colombia that um, Maria goes to their church, Nathan Rages. So I, I might be sharing some of his thoughts. But I, I'm taking it from John chapter 6, uh, verse 48. I don't know that I have the same version that's up there, but this is Jesus talking. Now, preface that, you know, I was talking to Sean, our, our son, he's 33 years old, and I said, well, that's, that's how old Jesus was, maybe when he was saying this. And at 33 years old, you're just young. And the, the older men of, of uh, Israel, the, the Pharisees, the, the white-haired people, you know, they're, they're looking at this young man thinking he's something, and... Uh, they're thinking, well, we can't take from him. He's not old and wise yet. And yet, here's Jesus speaking. He says, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the man in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. And then he claims, I am the living bread that came down out of heaven, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread also which I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. And they're going, whoa. You know, we kind of understood the first part, but now, you know, it's like, really? And this is where there were many disciples, many people that kind of followed in the crowd that said, nah, this is, this is too much. This, this young man is gone a little too far, and they kind of said, I, I, I think I'm cutting out. I, I, can't, I can't fathom what, what's going on here. But Jesus, he pushes the point again. He says, so, he says to them, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourselves. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up on the last day, for my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Now, if if somebody was saying that now, you'd be looking at him like, "What in the world? You know, what are you talking about? Uh, you know, these are these are things that you know nowadays, and even then, you know, it's like people are going, Whoa, you know, I don't get it." What is, what, what is he saying? Why? Why is he saying all this? What he's saying here is, is from the, the old scripture, a type and shadow of what was to come when he says, you know, for 40 years you were eating manna in the wilderness and you were fed bread from heaven. That was, that was from me. But he said, uh, you died. Those people died. They ate this manna every day, but they died. But if you eat this flesh, you shall live forever. 
And and there's a thought that comes, and this was Nathan that kind of put it together for me. I, th- I was thinking, salvation involves each of us receiving direct, personal, spiritual nourishment from the Lord Jesus himself, personally. Salvation involves each of us receiving direct, personal, spiritual nourishment from the Lord Jesus. Salvation is in him. Salvation resides in him. You know, Nathan tells a story of, you know, he's a pastor, and pastors probably, you know, they, they run into this. People come to them and says, I'm trying to be a Christian. I can't be a Christian. I don't know what's wrong. I've, I've done this. I've done this. I, I've, I've tried this. I've prayed this. I've not, nothing seems to happen. And then they go on and start, you know, what do you, what does that scripture mean when it says that the, you know, Lord shall descend from heaven? And, and, and what about this in Revelation? And, you know, and they just go on and on and on. And he says, you know, they just don't seem to be interested in Jesus himself. They, 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 they just don't seem to be interested in, in him. And yet Jesus here is saying, I'm your bread. I'm your life. He says salvation resides in him. He says, come to me if you're thirsty. Come to me if you're weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Come to me. Know me. Serve me. Trust me. Find nourishment, rest, forgiveness in me. You know, and I, I was listening to this sermon that Nathan was preaching. I'm thinking, you know, Lord, I, I I keep tripping up. I keep sinning. I keep doing this, you know, and and I try this and I try that. I need to just go to you. Just go to you. You're the one that can forgive. You're the one that cleanses me. You, you. You have life, you know, and what did the disciples say here? What does the nearest apostles say? Jesus said, well, what about you guys? Are you going to stick around? And they said, Peter says, where, where shall we go? You alone have words of eternal life. You alone. You alone. That's where we need to go. You know, where, where else would you go? I mean, Jesus says in some of my favorite verses, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. In them you find forgiveness. In them you... And he says, it is these that testify about me and you're unwilling to come to me so that you may have life. Come. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to me to actually come to him? Jesus said this, this is eternal life that they may know you, the Father, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This is eternal life. He's, I am the life. I'm your life. You know, the, the picture of 40 years eating this every day could be a type of, that's what we need to do. Every day you get your sustenance from him. You know, how many times do we read the word? Well, okay, that means I better be reading the word every day. And you go to the word and blah, 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 blah. Okay, I did that. Did you eat anything? You know, did did Jesus meet with you? Did you really meet with him? Did the, Did you ask him, please speak to me, feed me from this? We need that. You know, fellowshipping is like a meal because the things we share 
are the effects and and the experiences we have during the week of in the Word. God spoke to me. God shared this with me. God fed me. Uh, I, I read this, and it just was so meaningful to me, and it helped me grow. and And so we fellowship, and we're it's it's an eating meal together. Uh, that's what the you know in in uh, Corinthians it talks about coming together for for the fellowship meal. Well, that's what it is. It's not donuts. It's you know it's what sharing the life that you have in you from the week with others and them sharing with you. It says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And what is he saying? All, all, all. You know, I, I've been talking to my students and saying, you know, uh, you, you pick up things from history every so often. You say, you know, you, you remember this uh, runner, Eric Little, from the 1924 Olympics, he got a gold medal. He was a missionary to uh, China, and he uh, there's a movie, The uh, Chariots of Fire. And I found out when he was seven years old, and his brother was nine years old, his mother put them in a boarding school and said, "Here, uh, you're going to you're going to stay here and do all your schooling here for the next eight years." And at seven years old, he was, okay, this is what you're going to be studying. Your English, your science, your mathematics, your French, your German, and your Latin. I tell my students at school, I says, what did you do at seven years old? What did you learn? You know, we are so far away from what could be. And I'm thinking, okay, so here we are at church. We are so far away sometimes from what could be because everything's just watered down. You know, I know we have this horizontal relationship, but unless we bring it to the vertical, we're not eating a meal. We're not eating a... It's not fellowship. It, it, we've got to include those things. Otherwise, you know, I could go meet with anybody, sit around at McDonald's and listen to everybody talk. You know, it's like, is that fellowship? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But bringing it back, bringing it back, this is your meat and drink, is the Lord Jesus. So, Father, we ask you to just pour out your spirit today that we may eat of your Son, that we may see Jesus, that we may love Jesus, that we may give him all that we have, that we might serve him truly. And we just ask in Jesus' name, amen.